When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX, place a $1 bet on any NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. It's just that easy. Good morning. It is episode 20 of the PHNX Coyotes podcast. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters, as always. Got our coffee. Um, PD, I, PD doesn't. Don't coffee, coffee for you? You don't need PD coffee. PD came in a little frantic this hot. morning. Came in a little hot today. What I, but I feel like I was this working is on the winter grass. <laughs> working on the winter grass in my backyard, and I go, oh my gosh, we got a show on an hour. <laughs> so can, can we talk about the winter grass process, first of all, because we're doing the same thing right now. Well, How crazy do you get? We've talked about my landscaping on the show before and we'll get to more of that later yeah but i am i know it's hard to believe when you look at my anxiety and stuff how i get about my landscaping i'm a little particular about my landscaping. i can't see that about you so do you have to Shucks do a thermometer in the ground you're looking for a soil temperature between 50 and oh 55 and then it's time for winter grass you got to have lower cooler temperatures at night and hot, sunny temperatures during the day. So some people wait till almost Halloween. I get it in the first week of October. Today is day six. And I'm the entire yard is sprouted. It looks fantastic. The biggest problem I have is the birds. So I've got... Eating the seed. Can't get yeah. away from them. Yeah. I've tried the glitter tape. I've tried horns. I've tried um, sounds of owls. Rental cats. So if anybody's got any no. great Can ideas... we just okay. get like a camera on An you owls. trying to chase so, the birds away from It may sound grass. crazy, but you and my wife should get together. Because let, let me... <laughs> wow. Let me wow, start it off here. I, I am not competent when it comes to wow. landscaping. My wife is amazing when it comes to landscaping. And I am... Essentially, the hired help. Go trim that bush. Okay. Seriously, can we just do the that's how it works right now? Like, but segue. okay. Can we talk about aerating a lot? How do you aerate your lawn? How do well, you get the little holes? To... I've lost control. You can't do it with the pole. All does push and compact the dirt. Yes. You have to rent a machine that pulls you guys, out. You well, you guys. can do that. Semantics. You can do my quiet please sign. You, you can do what Tara does. She has shoes, shoes with spikes on the bottom. Okay. And I'm I watched crying. her walking over every inch. Craig, did you not hear what spikes law. do? When the spike goes into the ground, what does it do? It compacts the dirt around it tighter. So I should tell her, <laughs> this wrong. is not the way to go. Okay. Aerating means you need to open up the soil. It means you take those plugs out of yeah. the dirt. I so would tell her are they okay. straight to the camera, Enough. but she's not watching. Okay. Enough. So. Sorry, hockey talk. <laughs> oh my God. More on landscaping later. 
Okay. Oh my Take away. Katie says you're wrong, Tara. Sorry. You <laughs> change your method but i do have to acknowledge over. tara because she did bake muffins and they were delicious pumpkin muffins and pumpkin spice muffins yes yep, by the so, way pumpkin anything stuff today's today's podcast is fueled by those muffins and she uh-uh. bakes many other things which is why i gained a pound for every month of covid <laughs> we're working on that we're should we bring Aaron in there? Oh yeah. So so Shane is behind the the computer as always, but we have a new face back there. Um, Aaron will be joining us starting next week as our producer for the Coyote Show, and she Slindy. will be on some Aaron shows in the future. So yeah, glad another to... Minnesotan adding to yeah. the to the podcast, and, an, and another and another woman stoked about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How's that intro, Aaron? Was that pretty? Yeah, there we go. Um. Well, before before we get into oh, hockey, and Shane's here too. I, I said he was I there. I'm gonna show myself anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, before we get into hockey, we need to address something that happened in the office <clears throat> this week, which is that um, last week, Petey made a comment about the Suns and the Suns show. We have a little friendly rivalry with the PHNX Suns show, and. It has escalated. They showed a clip from our show on their show and then talked about it. And then Craig and I were in the comments. Craig was in the comments. I was on Discord. Talking. Yes. You were <laughs> talking. In the Suns smart. Discord? I was chirping. In no, the no, Suns no. Discord? On, in their, in yeah, their yeah, YouTube. Yeah, the Suns Discord. Yeah, while they were on. While, oh. while they were on. Uh, yeah. In the YouTube, yeah. Yeah, not right. the Discord. The not YouTube Discord, sorry, comments. comments. Yes. So then we were talking about our Twitter following and how they have like 5,000 followers and we have about 1,500 yeah. And Espo made a promise. And why don't we go ahead and roll that? Look, I'm going to say this directly to the camera and directly to the mic so you, you guys can hear this real clear, Coyotes, uh, PHNX Coyotes. <laughs> I'm going to make, if you guys can get to 5,000 by December, I will put on goalie pads. You can pick any hockey player and I will take a slap shot. Oh. All right. That's how, how much faith I have. That you guys will not catch us without out to 5,000. I did not say without. Oh, God. Hey. Nobody wants this any worse looking than Speaking, speaking of slap shots, yeah, yeah. speaking Go. of slap shots, Craig goes, Also, a question for Espo. Can you explain to the viewers how a team that went to the NBA Finals, a team that is the Valley's original major sports team, is trailing in merch sales oh, behind, oh. <laughs> behind a team that hasn't won a standard playoff round in nine years and is planning to be awful this season? No judgment here. It just perplexes. Oh, man. <laughs> Wow, aggressive. <laughs> I don't have to say anything more, do I? Craig came in hot. So 5,000, huh? We got to get to 5,000? So we have to get to 5,000 by the end of the year, and Espo will take a slap shot by any player of our choosing. I have a few players in mind. Yeah. I'm sure you do, too. <laughs> yeah. Like so, thinking about the heaviest slap shots I know. <sighs> Jacob Chickering would be a good well, one. Well, Chick, yeah. Chick, for sure. I, I, I wouldn't mind Kessels because Kessel can pick his spots. What's Al McKinnis up to these days? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> how many feet did he break in that series? Another show, oh, um, yeah. but I'm all, I'm all in. I, I mean, I don't know how this whole this whole social Twitter thing works yet. Still figuring it out. So this is a call to action to everyone listening. If you're not following at PHNX underscore Coyotes, go follow them now. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Do your animal oh, accounts. Make whatever. a burner account. Yeah, yeah your burner accounts. Whatever. Yep. Five thousand followers in the next two or three months. Yes, and and, and in return, we can promise you. A snuff film starring Greg Esposito. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we just we needed to address that. Um, follow us on Twitter. All right, 
You can buy followers still, right? <laughs> Just ask. Not, not that we would do that, of course. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, let's let's dive into let's dive into hockey and coyotes. Hockey. That's why we're here. <laughs> We've gone on about grass and Twitter followers and mm-hmm. oh, muffins. Anyway, <laughs> good start. Um, all right. Well, let's start with um, in the middle of last night's game. Alex Galchenyuk signed a one-year, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars <laughs> contract with the Coyotes. To be clear, he did not sign it in the middle of the <laughs> it game. Was last night. It was announced in the a, middle of the game. Joke. It was announced. Well, it. It was not even announced. It was reported by Darren Drager, um, and I was able to confirm that. And clearly, they're working on this for a while. We've talked about this a lot. There's no way Alex Galchenyuk comes to Coyotes training camp and turns down a, a, a genuine contract offer from the Toronto Maple Leafs, where he experienced a bit of a renaissance last season without some assurance that he was going to have an opportunity. You knew this was going to happen at some point. Now he has the opportunity, a one-year deal for the league minimum so it's good for the coyotes too yeah i think it's good for everybody all around and alex galchenyuk publicly has stated he, he likes living here he likes the community here kept his house here his family likes it here um i think it's a win for everybody financially it's a win for the coyotes and as a player in the room he's a he's a nice guy like he, he's he's jovial he's a good presence in the locker room um and more importantly he's a pretty good player like he, he can bring some offensive upside to this Coyotes team that's going to really struggle for scoring. I think he's a guy that's going to be able to put points on the board. Um, I'm interested to see how he slots out. We have to see the full power play units together, which we haven't really seen because right. the, the jumbled lineups throughout preseason. He's a guy that I think could get some time on the, on the first unit. We'll have to wait and see how it falls out. But he is going to add scoring to this team. I think it's a win. Uh, I think it's another good job. By, by Bill Armstrong in, in filling out a cast of characters to get through the construction zone and the rebuild. Provided he doesn't score too much, right? Well, and, and there's, yeah. there is the fear. But he, So I, I was one of the ones that said if he scores a lot and gets him two or three extra points from 15 to 18 goals by the trade deadline, then what was the purpose? We're not necessarily looking for wins from this club. Um, but you don't have to wait till the trade deadline. If, if he starts out and he's scoring, you know, I, I doubt he has a no trade in this contract. I'm sure you'll find out more as this progresses. But if he starts off with five goals in, in 20 games, um, he becomes available as trade bait early because there are going to be teams out of the gate that are having difficulty scoring. And if he can score early, I, I don't see why you couldn't trade him much, much earlier than the trade deadline. So becomes less risky of him winning games for you if you have the ability to move him earlier. Look, this that's part of Bill Armstrong's strategy with some of these guys he brought in. You're, I'm not saying that all of them are going to revive their careers. Some of them may, in fact, be at the end of their careers. But if two, three guys get a little spike in performance, you may be able to flip them for even more assets. And, you know, we talked about, do they really want to add any more draft picks next season? Probably not, but you can always push him out to the following season and just keep accumulating assets for that that scouting staff that you've invested a lot of resources in. We're going to spend some time today talking about the lines and how this roster is going to fill out for the Coyotes. Our expected <laughs> ideas on how that's going to fill out. And we'll get a chance Guesses. to talk about some of these guys and, and how they fill up and down the lineup. And we look at, they had Boyd at center on the, uh, I guess the top line last night. Well, they're missing two centers, you know, yeah. Beagle and Hayton are out. So, so, you know, he played with better players, and I thought it's the best he's looked in, in preseason. And again, you, you put a, a center iceman with better wingers, you hope that they they look better on the ice. So he's a player that 
when you put that list of one-year guys that could move, um, it's that a list lot could, of them. Yeah, a lot could of one-year guys. It could be really yeah, We're talking Louis Erickson, Ryan Dezingle. Like, as you said, yeah, is, is Roussel a guy that can help round out a lineup in the bottom yeah, six for a team Roussel, that's, absolutely. that's looking Carter for Hutton. some strength? Um, Carter Hutton. And, and I, let's talk about Carter Hutton. I, I have been moderately critical of how the goaltending has gone throughout this camp and preseason. Um, Carter Hutton won the game yesterday. Um, he was arguably the best player on the ice. Yeah. Um, I know he had a few pipes. That the yeah, it took him a little a time yeah. to to warm to the game, and that's wasn't understandable. Four, I mean, wasn't it four pipes yeah, he, had, last he played night? only yeah. thirteen games last season. He was out that's early fine. with the injury. There's a lot to overcome there, and, and then you're coming to a new team. There's a lot to deal with. So it took him a little ways to warm into the game, but man, thirty-eight saves. He, he absolutely was. So the here difference we in that go again. The dichotomy of a Coyote fan. Like, <laughs> what do you want? You go right. great. He was awesome. But do you want Carter Hutton stealing games for you this season? I, it's it's I don't know. But well, we so have to hard. win some games. Like we can't go zero and eighty two. So you might as well make them fun and like have a few moments of joy in a in a dark season. And he's a guy you can root for, right? Absolutely. Like he, he's a guy picture. that's had a tough career and he's done things the right way. And you look at him and go, okay, I can get behind him. And him playing like that gives I, I guess the fans that want to see some wins gives you a little bit of hope because he stole that game there's no they got outshot two to one he was the difference he was outstanding he made the big saves when he needed to and gets the coyotes to four and one in preseason I yeah love, i love t- beating la <laughs> even in preseason <laughs> I think all Valley can you fans believe do right brown is still out there playing <laughs> i saw him again on the bench and it's just it brings back all those awful memories of 2012 and you just, I can't believe he's still playing. The hit on Roosevelt. And, yes, yeah, and how yeah. hard he plays every night, and he can still be playing in the league today. His role is diminished over time. Sure. But I'm with Leah on this one. Anytime an Arizona team can beat a team from L.A., I will take it. Preseason, <laughs> basketball, football, I, beat L.A. And honestly, it's been a, a one-sided rivalry when you look at <laughs> yeah, I know. relative success of the two cities. Um our the Valley has coming, one Craig. championship, so let, let's time just lay it out there. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. But back to Carter Hutton. You know, I dove into I have a story up on him that I posted last night. Sorry, I meant to have it up earlier, but uh, I was struggling a bit writing. Um, <laughs> I was. It was one of those days. Do you get writer's block? Oh, gosh. Everyone Seriously? does at some point. I don't, I don't know. You, I don't you should have heard me. If there had been a mic in my house yesterday, <laughs> it wouldn't have been Maybe, that's, maybe that's why your Sensor. wife baked muffins this morning. Yeah. Or that's yeah. the podcast. Yeah, I think I, <laughs> Mike it. I think I rewrote it 10 times. But <clears throat> we're talking about paths to the NHL. Carter Hutton's path is crazy. Like even in, as, as he told me, even when he was a kid in Thunder Bay, he couldn't make the AAA team. So, you, you know, and that's where you get seen, right, when you're going to all these tournaments. So... He ends up in some minor junior A league. He ends up at uh, uh, Mass, UMass Lowell, which just played ASU. He actually went to the game on Sunday. They never make the NCAA tournament. He has a great senior season, but he's never drafted, so he has to sign a, an amateur tryout with the Flyers' AHL affiliate, which is just crazy path. He bounces around, gets a start with the Blackhawks during their second cup season, gets a ring, but they don't put his name on the cup or put him in the team Yikes. photo. Then he's off to Nashville, the backup Pecorine. Finally gets a break in St. Louis that leads to Buffalo. And you really don't want any of your big breaks to lead to Buffalo because usually that's where the uh, the wheels come off, and they did. So crazy path for this guy. It's really easy to root for him. 
Um, somebody just said, is the glove holding a coyote soda? Yes, it is. Is it a coyote soda? I've always wondered well, about speaking that. Speaking of that, I just, look closely. let's segue from the game for one second. We talked about earlier in the, in the podcast season, the throwback um, Kachina Ale that I was supposed to oh, bring yeah. in. We do need to decide when we're breaking that out. Is it opening night in Columbus or is it opening home opener? Home opener? Let's do the home opener. Okay. Yeah. Okay, just... We need a, We probably need some work. So Carter this. Hutton was one bright <laughs> Can people spot. People even see this, really? Yes. Look yes. Okay. Also, Shane set that up. He no, works but very Shane hard. has very few props to work with. We don't give him material, <laughs> so we need to give him more. I mean, the shelves here. Maybe when Aaron starts producing the setup, we'll look. At the nice. aesthetics will. Wow. wow. Shots, Shots fired at Shane. Okay. Wow. That's tough oh, early. What the <laughs> hell is that about? Today I told Where's Shane that horn? he has a memorable <laughs> face, and he didn't take it. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, we just that's Leah's why coming I'm in hot today. I don't <laughs> know what they went. This is a toxic work environment. <laughs> <laughs> we spend a lot of time together. Two oh, more man. goal scores I want to mention from last night's yes. game, and two more bright spots, and then we can move on to our next segment. Is and Craig again? Your Canadian following is only going to grow as this player King continues Louis. to play with King <laughs> the, Louis. The renaissance Louis. continues. Yes. Again, with we're another make goal. make the t-shirt. I hope we're going to make the t-shirt. Now I've laid it out there. And so if you listen to the podcast kind of yesterday, I said my the, the player to lead the team in goals would be Louis Erickson. And then last night through two periods, I'm going, oh, oh no. People are going to hold my feet to the fire. Luckily, comes through with another one. And then Lawson Krause with two. He's um, got four goals in the preseason. And you know what? He looks strong. He's getting to the right areas. And, and all of and his finishing. goals he are <laughs> not hitting inside the, the dots. Yeah. Like he, yeah. For him to get those opportunities is a great sign for this team. Absolutely. Because if he can elevate his offensive game, he's physical, he skates well. If he can add to the offensive side of this team, I, I think he could be one of the, the big key players um, for the entire season. Yeah, and I, I had a story. I wrote a story recently on him, I think four days ago, how much he's looking forward to this fresh start. New coach, new opportunities, playing higher in the lineup, playing in different situations, getting more ice time. Right now, he's taking advantage of it. And by the way, I'm just going to tease this to you. I've got two more pieces of Lawson Krause related content coming soon. I'm not going to say any more than that. Wow. Wow. That's quite a tease. Um, also, Connor Timmons scored a goal last night as well. Got the empty there. Yep. 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 So a lot of. Krause made the play on that too. Got him the puck. Wow. That's awesome. I, I um, when I worked for the Roadrunners, Lawson Krauss is on the Roadrunners, so I've it's been cool to watch his um, journey. Actually, there's a iconic photo that was in the Arizona Daily no, yeah, the Arizona Daily Star in Tucson, and it's Lawson Krauss hitting the boards like on a hit in Tucson, and I'm standing behind the glass like I was you know taking pictures, and I like reacted like. <laughs> and and that great. is captured, <laughs> and then they posted it on their website as like the photo for the that story. Should be your avatar. I really should. I will. I will tweet that photo yeah. later because it is. Um, it is iconic. Uh, but and anyway, any other thoughts from the game last night? One to go. One, One more. more preseason. Gabe Velarde looks really good, by the way. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he was a good player. Oh, and, wow. and the the injury. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan Gibbons, the linesman, uh, collided with uh, Liam O'Brien just after the anthem, suffered a concussion, but we are told that he is, he's been released, released from the hospital. From the hospital. And it was scary. It didn't, yeah, it honestly, was scary. you watch it over and over, it didn't look like much. Yeah. But when you see the reaction from both medical teams, you know, both, both staffs from both teams on the ice, by the way, honestly, a shout out to Dave Zanobi and Donnie Fuller. When they're over the boards like that with 
in an opposing arena with the imposing, opposing doctors and medical staff, if you watch that whole procedure, how professional and smooth and quick and calm that staff is, that was incredibly impressive. So kudos to those guys. Glad he's out of the hospital. He hates seeing anybody get injured. And the last injury is Quentin Byfield, too, the, the premier player and the, the, the rising prospect for the LA Kings went in awkwardly um, to the boards on a Kristen Fisher hit, and I haven't heard any follow-up on that, and it did not look good. I was talking to a couple reporters in L.A. last night, and they suspect Byfield's going to be out a while, and that that's a big, big injury for yeah. L.A. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. It sucks for them, too, especially because they're – in that Pacific division where it's kind of wide open it is. and There's... LA was one of those teams, at least that I thought that had that has the chance to kind of have a bounce back here. So no question. There's I'd... playoff spots yeah. up for grabs. I know. I, I know I hate LA, but I never like to see anyone hurt and from, and I, and I want the league to be competitive. So we'll keep tabs on that as well. Um, well, like you mentioned, there's one preseason game left tomorrow night. And you can actually bet on that game on DraftKings Sportsbook. And it's in Vegas. And it's in Vegas. Wow. Oh, look at that. Um, so, But if you don't want to do that, you could bet just a dollar on any NFL game and get $100 in free bets if either team scores a point, which that, the last 0-0 zero, zero tie in the NFL was in 1943. So your odds for that are looking good. And you can do that by signing up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the promo code PHNX. Um, and... It, you can uh, DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit, withdraw your money whenever you want. Um, unlike some others where it takes days to get your money, um, you can do it right away. Um, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX, and then if you do your one dollar on any NFL game and either team scores a point, you get your hundred dollars in free bets. And then you can use the free bets to bet on NHL preseason or <laughs> player futures, or you can save it for the regular season that starts. Next week, I cannot believe the regular season already starts next week. Um, that's 21 and over, Arizona only, gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And I got to say, the last 24 hours, our members only Discord has uh, been... Lively. Very lively. Um, and in fact, we just talked about Lost and Krause. Someone just before we started had a hot take that they think they they could see Lost and Krause as the captain in the in the near future. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I mean, it's another guy who probably could be in the leadership group. Well, yeah, and we will we will address some of the stuff mentioned in the Discord a little later. But you can be part of that members only Discord in which PD and Craig and I do. Try, try when we can get a word in. <laughs> I know. I tell you what, there are some very knowledgeable hockey people yeah. in that Discord, I, and I'm being serious. Like it's sometimes I'm like, well, I maybe I'll just get out of here before they know I was here. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can um, get access to that Discord by becoming a member at gophnx.com, which is also where you can access all of Craig's stories, all the stories by all the talented people here at PHNX on every beat. Um, and like Craig just teased some some stories. So and if you. Do you want me to talk to Abe? Oh, Should I address Abe? Would you? Abe? Yes. Why don't you I'm go talk ahead to and... Abe Vigoda? You and me, buddy, right now. Okay. <laughs> Discord guy. The, the prediction show was lighthearted. <laughs> Petey even said at the start of it, don't hold us to any of these. I said, don't listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So am I predicting that there's going to be a parade down Central? No, I'm, I'm not really. <laughs> That's It's really hard to win Stanley Cups. But on the topic of the arena... 
I have written about the arena already. We've talked about it for a full show, and I'll have another story coming soon. When there is news to report on the arena, I will report it. Right now, Tempe, the city of Tempe is in deliberations. There's not a lot to say. Um, I will address some of the recent issues, quote unquote issues that have come up like the airport. But again, we, we'll talk about the arena when it is warranted. And I do have another story coming up. But just so you know, don't, don't take things so seriously on that predictions. Anybody who's followed me for a while knows. I like it. I like it. We're going to stick with that. Predictions. I don't do predictions ever. I hate predictions. Most people know this that have followed me for a while. So when you hear me doing that on a show, take it with a grain of salt. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a lot going on behind the camera. There I is. Got... There's like all sorts of activity behind the camera. You have no idea. I just got so on. distracted. Um, well, if you want Craig to directly address you to your face and <laughs> become a member <laughs> and, and, you know, talk in the members only discord. Um, and you can read his arena stories at gophnx.com. So, all right. Well, you just said you hate predictions. Now let's know, do some more. Just... <laughs> yeah, and I can I can give you a little insight into how I pick my forward lines as well. Um, I just need to say something because yesterday we were talking about submitting each of our predictions and then Craig, as he was leaving, said, I'm going to call the coach. Ah! And He's going to do what? He said he was going to get a hold of the coach. He's going to get a hold of the coach and just put the real lines. Oh, yeah. Like you're not leaning on your sources over there, buddy. Yeah. Look at that grid. My noise. Hidden by the microphone. I am not even close. After looking at what some of the the pairings they had together last night. And and again, we talk about forward lines as a group of three players, but most often coaches pair two guys together and then they – they rotate that third guy through until they find a real good chemistry. And you might have a, a group of three stay together for a long period of time. But most often you'll see a pair of two stay together and that third player rotating in and out as time progresses throughout the season. So we're doing this as forward defense and goaltenders. We're predicting lines. Who's in, who's out, who's heading to Tucson. Is that a fair well, I mean, I don't know if we got as far as who's heading to Tucson. Some people it, did but, in their replies on Twitter, yeah. I will say. But yeah. I did. We do have I, some. Yeah, we do have some. Yeah, we also some we also have some listener so projections. And keep in mind, like the predictions episode, this is all just us just having fun. Yeah, <laughs> facts. Stick to it. You can take it to the bank. I'll, I'll go first. You can put mine up. But what I'll say about my, I feel pretty good about the pairs that I put up. And the goaltending depth chart, as far as the forward lines, yeah, I, I gave it some thought. But he is Kessel on the fourth line. I was also writing. Don't don't get too hung up on all that. Yeah, listen, I don't know. I don't know how long Phil Kessel's even going to be a Coyote. They're trying to trade him, and he wants to be traded. So we'll see how that goes. But the thing with forward lines is important to remember is they they change often. <laughs> if guys aren't clicking together. Coaches will reshuffle the lines. They'll try and find a better mix. And as Petey said, a lot of times coaches think in pairs, two guys that work together, and then that third guy rotates through. But sometimes the whole thing isn't working, and you, you just see them blow it up and try different combinations. That will absolutely happen. It always happens. But as far as the pairs, I feel good about Jacob Chikrin and Anton Strahlman on the top pair because Andre Turney has said that's what they're going to do. The second pair then I think becomes pretty obvious with Shane Gostaspare and uh, Connor Timmins. Uh, again, the lefty-righty split where you can do it with all of these pairs. And then I, I still think Kyle Capobianco belongs on that third pair on the left side with uh, Ilya Labushkin on the right side. And then you work in Vladislav Provolnev when you can against heavier teams. Let him get used to the North American ice, to the NHL game. I don't think Capobianco should be in a seven role anyway where he's just sitting on the bench. If you're going to do that, you might as well just send him 
down to Tucson where he can play. Two notable names missing from your forward groups are Andrew Ladd and Liam O'Brien. Yeah. And I think you're probably right. <laughs> well, and the biggest issue is when you look at, and there's all kinds of sources online where you can go and see the contract status of these players. Liam O'Brien, unfortunately, is the only player of that forward group that has a two-way contract, yeah. which means he gets paid a lesser amount when he's playing for Tucson than when he's playing for the Arizona Coyotes. Financially, he's going to Tucson. I, I, I think he's had a great camp. I think he's played well in preseason games. I think he probably deserves to be in the top 12 on opening night. He just won't be. And it, it's finances. It's a business. He's going to start in Tucson. He'll play great down there, and his role will be there. Andrew Ladd, kind of where he expected him to be, outside looking in, um, unless he was exceptional. He's had some injuries through preseason, so I don't think he fits in either. The one surprise to me is, and I had a difficulty – I went player by player and tried to slot them. The same player, I look at Phil Kessel, where you have him, mm -hmm. where the hell does he fit? One, he's been hurt, hasn't had any time to get into shape. Where does he fit in this top 12? He's in the top 12. He's If he's healthy, he's playing. But where does he fit? Yeah. Like, can he play top line minutes right now after being out for the entire preseason? Um, so you slot him in for fourth line minutes. Well, he's not an effective fourth line player. He doesn't get first on the puck. He's not physical on the wall. So he can't be a fourth line player either. So where is Phil Kessel going to fit in this lineup? I think it's going to be a huge question because he has to play if he wants to get traded exactly. and get out of Arizona. Exactly. So oh. he's the biggest question mark for me on where he fits in this line. Someone in the chat just asked, um, has Yaskin even played? But yeah, he's played. Yes. He's the other one I saw in your top line when I was – jumbling the guys in and, and the coaches talk about putting ping pong, ping pong balls in and just throwing them in the air and picking your lines. That's kind of what this is with this exercise. Dimitri Jaskin is another guy that I had higher expectations for coming out of the KHL leading the league in scoring offensive threat. Haven't noticed him. And, and I think for an offensive player, you need to show something during preseason. You don't need to score. But you need to make nice plays. You need to be skating well. You need to be possessing the puck offensively. He has done none of those things right now. And I know it's preseason. Doesn't mean he can't mm -hmm. as the season progresses. But I haven't noticed him. So putting him in in a spot, if I have to play a game tomorrow and all chips are down, Liam O'Brien's in the lineup over Dimitri Yaskin for me. Just because but he's going to do something. that's not what you put something. in your in your lines. I did not put that should in we pull up? Should we pull up Petey's? There we go. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, so very similar, but, but again, I tried to go with Pierre. He has Ladd as I, his, his extra forward. Yeah, I put him on. Well, Craig was implied. Yeah, yeah that's implied. He's a writer. Too. He implies it. So yeah. Erickson and Schmaltz, <laughs> I thought, as we talk about the pairs, it's an Erickson and, and Schmaltz And you inferred pairs. it from what I... Is that true? <laughs> yes. Okay. So I, grammar and spelling, not my strong suit. I'm going to make up words, and I have already as the season of progressive. So Eric, Erickson and Schmaltz, I see as a pair. And yes. that, that third slot, it could be Keller at times, it could be Kessel times if Yaskin picks up it could be Yaskin but I see Erickson and Schmaltz I think they've had chemistry in preseason I think that's a pair that starts together um, Kraus and Keller I say the same that middle slot between Larson Beagle and Boyd they can go up and down but Beagle and Roussel play together yes. know each other they're friends they kill together Roussel and Beagle will play together and if they, they don't together I'd be surprised <laughs> what they kill together did you say they're like a serial killer <laughs> I know I What's, digress, but okay. the, um, and and I don't know another player that I don't know fits quite yet is Ryan Dezingle. 
Mm-hmm. Where is he mm-hmm. going to be up and down the lineup? He played in a top six role yesterday, and I thought he played well. He can play on the bottom. I think you'll see a, him go up and down the lineup. The D sure. pairs are virtually the same as what you had. I put Provlinev in to start just because of Capobianco's injury through training camp. I don't think he'll be ready for, for day one physically and up to game speed. So that's why I have Provlinev in that spot. And we agreed on the goaltenders. Um, Hutton's proved he's the guy. One more point on Andrew Ladd, and we talked about this on the other show. I, I do think he's going to be the extra forward. But if the Coyotes decide they want to put Andrew Ladd on waivers and send him down to Tucson, they can do it. I don't see anybody claiming Andrew Ladd off waivers and saying, we're going to put you on our NHL squad. It's not going to happen, right? So if they need that spot, if they feel like they want someone else in that role, they can send Andrew Ladd down to Tucson. It's it's not going to be a problem. I don't disagree, but I disagree. I just, I don't know what, <laughs> I try to be kind of, I don't know what Andrew Ladd and Tucson's going to do. You're not trying to develop them. You, you're you can't you're not going to play him down there ahead of some of the prospects. What about that veteran presence though that we talked about that you need to win in the D- HL? Different there because in a role here as an extra forward, he's not impacting people's ice times. If you send him down to Tucson and don't play him, now he's your twenty fifth forward. I don't know what kind of message that sends to the player and how does he go to the rink every day being an extra forward in the American League. Not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying in the role you're looking for him to provide as an extra player, it's easier to do that here at the National League level than at the American League level. And you don't want him taking away ice time from a player that you're trying to progress and get up here to play in Arizona. I, I just, I hope the pieces come together for Andrew Ladd. I hope that he does get his game back to where he wants it to be, where he can be an effective 13, where he's in and out of the lineup on injuries and back-to-backs and those situations. I hope that's where he gets to. Yeah. I think it's fair to say about Ladd and Tucson, but I'm, I'm also not convinced that Tucson has a complete lineup of prospects that are looking to get to the NHL level, so there might be a, a spot for him in Tucson. And that's fair. I really struggled with this um, once I had all the players in front of me, and I was like, oh, yeah, duh. And then I said, wait, what about this person? <laughs> like, this was hard, so... I feel for the coaches, you can pull mine up. Um, kind of similar-ish to both of yours, or I guess more to Petey's. Um, and I put Capo Bianco as the seventh defenseman, and I understand your point on why he should not be in that position, but he's just – he is yet to break through and really be – At the be, NHL level, And really be right. like an everyday NHL yeah. player. And I hope that he – like I want him to. Mississauga, he's from Mississauga. Shout out Mississauga. He's also the nephew of – uh, behind the mask founder Randy Axelby, who played for the Roadrunners here in town. So wow, so many, so many little connections. Um, and because, because then I had it set, and then I was like, well, what about Galchenia? Because I really see him in that line. So I, you know, I just threw it all, threw it out there. Um, we'll see. I put, I put Keller on the top line. I know he hasn't performed in the preseason so far, and I know on the prediction episode, I predicted him to have his comeback season. I still, I still want that. I'm gonna just speak it. You know manifest will it into reality yeah okay. why not so I, he I'll, needs to i'll be yeah. on the clayton keller train for now um but yeah that's that's well, my as often happens in the coaching room and this is true you forget somebody and when leah put hers up there i didn't have alex galchenyuk in my top 13 they just signed him yep i just got done telling you how he's going to be an <laughs> offensive help and then i don't put him in my lineup alex galchenyuk is playing top 12 so now we have enough. Now we have 14 one-way contracts on this yeah, team. Yeah, this was hard. <laughs> to your point now, does Lad become expendable? Because do you want Yaskin or Dezingle? 
as can... your extra forward or yeah. is Boyd and Larson come out of the lineup and somebody else slides to the middle. Yeah. Lad now is your 14th forward. And I, Gally, I'm really sorry. Cause I know you tune into this. You're probably listening live right now. And you're driving. No, probably not. Oh, he's texting me right now. Probably, yeah. Probably I would have believed it. But I apologize because he's Why playing. does Petey hate me? He is, no, he's playing. You want to address that? And not only that, he'll probably play in the top six. So he should, right? I mean, if, if you're going to have him, that's that's where he belongs. Yeah. So I I apologize, Alex Galchenyuk. Um, somebody said Lad versus Galchenyuk seems to be a question for the extra forward, and then someone said, "Well, one can skate and one can't." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. a, it's so hard to watch Kudos Andrew Lad because he wants to be. You can tell how hard he is working at this and how badly he wants this all to fall in place for him, and it's physically just not happening right now. And I, I can't imagine what he must be going through, you know, when practice isn't over, or these games are over, and, and how mentally difficult this must be for him because he has played at such a high level on very good teams, and he just hasn't been able to put it together here yet. Not saying he can't or he won't. He just hasn't yet. Keep talking. I'm trying to get some information while we're on the oh. air here. See, Craig never stops working. Work, well, work, work. Well, we, uh, well last night we Grubhub? asked you listeners to Amazon? send in your projected lineups so we got a few responses let's just throw them up oh that's my friend spencer shout out spencer <laughs> spencer remembered galchenyuk at least <laughs> step ahead of me let's see and he could probably get here on time too <laughs> oh my gosh all right let's see some others see my problem with that one was was erickson I mean, he's a guy i think if he's gonna play he's got to play top six I don't Every see. Every time you say he's a guy, I hear Harry Carey for some reason. I don't know. That's Is complete. That, did he have Erickson Here's the, the guy. Yes. He had, Sorry. He had King Louis in the, the, the bottom. Do you Louis guys Erickson even know who Harry Carey is? No. Behind the camera? Any yeah. of you? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake, no idea, Craig. I'll humor you. I'll humor you, Craig. I think of Chris Sure. I just think of the guy. There's a guy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I grew up in Chicago. You need to take a picture of all of them behind there. Calling Cubs games. We have another White Sox game. Yeah, but there's four more. Four? Yeah. Is that many people listening? Oh my! <laughs> Chris has been. By the way, Chris is very active. Yes. Member of the Discord and Twitter. Is it Discord or Twitter? Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. I can't. It's all this social hey, thing. But look, Chris put who he thinks is in Tucson. Like he he know, did that. Very. In-depth. Chris went the extra mile. I like Chris it. Does and he Chris Chris <laughs> is a very in depth guy. He knows his hockey. There's no question. Were you taking a picture? Of yeah, I was taking a picture of all of them, the, the peanut gallery behind the camera. <laughs> all right. Here's one of your old listeners, Craig. You can't read that far. No, I can't. <laughs> can't read that. Oh, my God. Fi- they, they have Fisher Denon. as... Denon. Yeah? They're, Fisher is an extra forward, not even in the, the top mm, You know what? And, and there are going to be nights that Christian Fisher is in and out of the lineup. He was the last two seasons, and he's he has done everything, as he said on our show. He's done everything he can to make sure that doesn't happen to him this year. Um, he He's the guy that's going to say, go here. I'm going to play there. He, he was taking faceoffs last mm-hmm. night as a centerman. He's playing yeah. power play and penalty kill. Unfortunately, there might be nights he comes out. This is going to be a lineup where... I, I think Coach Cherney is going to have the flexibility to take guys in and out of the lineup on a sure. daily basis. Unless there are injuries, of course. But right. Let's see. We'll see. Yeah, this is cool actually seeing other people's lineups or actually not seeing them and having them. Mike, Read to me by Leah because all I can see is a blur. Mike, the Bear Mike Pair. I like that the bear name. Pair? I like that name for the de- defensive partnership. That works better than <laughs> Wait, the Dancing Bear. The Bear Pair is, is Leibushkin and Gostas Bear? Gostas Bear? The Dan- Russian Bear and Provolent. The two Russians. Well, where's Gus Despair? Gus Despair not there? Gus Despair not there? 
No. See, no, I can't see. Can we pair Goss? Already established that I can't see. I think it means Goss's bear and can Goss's bear lie? The dancing bear and the ghost bear and bear and coach bear. It could be and. I think that makes wow. more sense as a bear. <laughs> Another t-shirt. Another t-shirt. Oh, my God. Yeah, we talk about all these t-shirts. Where the hell is our t-shirt? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, I know. Like, this, the, the Cardinals get a new shirt every other week. <laughs> the, the, well, that's two more than we the have. The Cardinals are also undefeated. <laughs> no, we have yeah, one. Don't they have, don't they have two more? Who's leading in merch sales, Shane? Who's leading in merch sales? <laughs> I'm not Mr. Merch. I mean, why aren't we taking advantage of this? Why don't we have a Louis Erickson t-shirt? Why don't we have a... Well, I've talked about whatever. What are you calling the bear t-shirt now? No, <laughs> I have. You don't want my idea. You don't want to see those hole. skills at work. Buddy. Um, is there one more? Okay. Carl Schmaltz Keller. Larson. That one looks kind of like again. The it's ones the, we the did. center ice. They can move up and down the lineup. I think they're going to do it on a daily basis. I really like Dave Hennings here. We've got Roussel and Beagle together, which I really like. Uh, he's got his extras there, and again, that's uh, because it's really close to mine. That's a really good thing. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this: Like with, with uh, we, we've talked about them having all the one way forwards now, and I look at the defense. I'm not sure that they're going to add another piece there, unless something really intriguing comes through waivers. How are you feeling about goaltending? Like I saw, Mike Michael Hutchison was on waivers yesterday, yeah. and I have I was trying to find out if he had cleared. I don't. I would be surprised if they pick somebody up at, uh, on the waiver wire at at the goaltender position. I'd be surprised. Okay. I think Carter Hutton played well enough last night that they. They feel confident in him, and I think, you know, there might be a three-headed monster backing up this season. You might yeah. see guys in and out. I could see that um, too, based on injuries or back-to-backs. And guys, you know, they all have two-way contracts. I don't know their waiver situation on who's got to clear. Um, yeah, I haven't looked at the waivers exemptions, but you're right; they could rotate. Yeah, Kojinash and, 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 and Demelka. Yeah, in to Tucson, get more, get more playing time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Tucson's going to be a place where you're going to see a lot more rotation. And I you know we talk about Prozvatov being the guy down there trying to get as much ice time as he can. But I think Vimelka and Kojanash, I could see them going in and out just to get the ice time. It's an hour, you know, two hours away. I was going to yeah. say that's a huge advantage because the AHL team used to be in Maine. Yeah. And right. couldn't, like, get, couldn't get, can't get there from here. So <laughs> this is a situation that you can get. It's two hours down the road. Nice. You could skate here in what the What are you citing, by the way? Now. What is that? I can't remember Saturday exactly what this is. Okay. From, they weren't uh, even born I'm hearing yet. the Pepperidge Farm guy when you do that. They weren't Pepperidge even born Farm. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> it was a skit about getting directions. We're off the rails again. <laughs> what is happening today? Reel oh us in. Where's gosh. that sign? I know. Quiet, it it hasn't it hasn't come yet. Soon. So I long that, like, what, what, what did you use for a delivery service here? When I got <laughs> Clearly out? not Prime. Ask Saul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't you ordering it? No, Saul okay. ordered it. Okay. Um, well, Saul, where's our sign? We're all... we're. We're still speculating a lot. Um, I understand we are still speculating a lot, but that's because we don't have all of the answers yet. We will in a week. Um, but yeah, when... Who has all the answers? I do. Oh, look at this. Segway. Look at this. All right, Shane. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I was going to say you can speculate even further on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, which is all betting is, is just speculating. Um, be sure to use that promo code PHN. Can you stop looking at me like that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX to bet just $1 in any NFL game, win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Um, so you, you got to take advantage of that offer so you can get your free bets just in time for NHL season to start next week. Um, I'm super excited to get into that, and I will co- – Shane and I are going to collaborate on coming up with some some bets. Right, Shane? 
No. Apparently it's all speculating. And I don't know anything. If you listen to my bed show, you won't speculate. I listen to your bed show every day because I've... about the people. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. At least we'll have a nicer table arrangement when Aaron takes over, so... And oh <laughs> it is seriously it's vicious today and, and speaking of um proper <laughs> i don't know i was gonna try and transition it i can't do it oh, proper table arrangement proper i want to hear this proper aesthetics <laughs> proper okay. aesthetic yeah that's good um let's let's hear from Petey about our proper about aesthetics. Our sponsor. Oh, do you have a new one okay. for us oh yeah i do oh my and god he, he wouldn't tell us before so how this are is... you doing this you know what it's hockey season you know what that means it's time to get out the Zamboni and clean up the playing surface. And you can clean up your playing surface with our sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Slashing through hairs has never been easier, and it's time for you to join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by using coach P- code PHNX at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is the perfect package for your package. And a key for great grooming and hygiene routine to make sure the boys downstairs are as smooth as Louis Erickson on the power. <laughs> the performance package also includes the weed whacker. The elite nose and ear hair trimmer is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered by 360 degree rotating dual blade system. It helps prevent snags and tugs. No nicks, no cuts, no fuzzy nuts. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code PHNX. Oh, I can't read the rest of it. That was bad. (laughs) (laughs) It said stiff arm those pubes out of the playoffs this year with Manscaped. See, I didn't read the last line. That's about writing. I just would have cut that out. Manscaped.com. No nicks, no cuts. No fuzzy nuts. Wow. Back to the show. You work with someone for 20 years. You think you know him. I know. That was iconic. <laughs> and then you realize. The Zamboni. The Zamboni actually is, it, it does. It, it scrapes, it cleans, and it resurfaces just like their resurfacing well gel played, does. Well played, great. Well played. Wow. I think you should do these reads always. <sighs> yeah. Well, PD, Craig, you're, you're up to bat next coming. week. Yeah. By the way, next week, Craig may have to read one of these. And make sure the minions cut that out and save that for prosperity. Enough said. Back to the show. We got we got a lot to cover. And it's- we do. We do. I know we, we're running out of time. But we do want to um, talk about some of the news around the NHL. Because wow, we are running out of time. I know. I know. Time flies. It's been that landscaping. Talking about landscaping. Perhaps. Oh, man. Well, let's, let's quickly talk about some uh, news around the NHL because there is lots of it. Oof. Where should we start? I don't know. Not Rob. much of it's good news. Yeah, so. let's start with... Uh, yeah, we'll do quick hits on this. Yeah, let's start with uh, Robin Leonard, um, who over the weekend tweeted um, some, I guess, accusations against teams, coaches, um, related to dr- giving drugs and... I, I don't know. Yeah, giving them pills, helping them sleep. Yeah. yeah. And Go he ahead. called a Philadelphia Flyer head coach Elaine Vigneault by name. Yeah. The, my, my problem with this are a couple things. I don't mind whistleblowers on a team or a player saying this is happening and it's wrong. I think that that's a good thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. The problem in this situation is Robin Lehner's never played in Philadelphia. He's never played with uh, Elaine Vigneault. He doesn't know Elaine Vigneault. That's a pretty tough accusation to make for an organization you're not affiliated with. So that's one. Um, I don't have a problem with Robin Lehner 
standing up for himself. He's got his strong beliefs and he makes a lot of comments. If I'm a Vegas Golden Knight management coach, teammate, I'm getting concerned. Shut your mouth. Like we got a game in a week. How does this have anything to do with what we're doing here? And and will that detract or pull away from your performance on the ice? Are you going to draw unnecessary attention to yourself and our team right now when we're trying to make a return um, to, to our playoff status that we've reached the last few years? From a reporter standpoint, this is what bugs me about it. I agree with you completely. Whistleblowers are essential. Agreed. We need to shine a light on all these sorts of things that are happening behind the scenes. And they need to have a voice if something like this is happening. At the same time, as a reporter, I think too many are too quick to just laud Robin Leonard for coming out and, and telling us what's happening. Do we have proof? Have you done the research? Have you done the necessary reporting to back what he is saying right now? Not yet. It hasn't happened yet. So stop celebrating him. We can shine a light on it. We can talk about it. We can say this is concerning. But let's stop lauding Robin Leonard right now until we know exactly what's happening. That's not your role as a journalist. Do your job. Do the work. Find out what's happening. And I will say one, one last comment on him before we move on. And Robin Lehner is a big champion for the league when it comes to mental health issues. Yes. He's got a, a history of, of his own personal demons, some things he's been through. And when we talk about applauding him for that, Absolutely. He's told stories on what that's like. He's he's helped people along the way. He's helped other people be able to come out and deal with some mental health issues that maybe didn't think they had a voice. Good on him for that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely applaud him for that. I don't want to leave thinking we're Robin Laner bashers because that that's what we're talking about. It's a personal thing he's been through and he's helping people. Yes. This is not his story to tell. It's Jack Eichel's story to tell. So let Jack tell that story. That's all I'm Or others, if it's happening to others. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and he yeah. ended up walking back his comment, his on accusation on Alain Mignot. And exactly. Then, um, and then it came out that he did have a conversation with the NHL that, so. Yeah. Uh, Elliot Freeman had yeah. tweeted shortly after the comments came out that that was going to happen. Yeah. And clearly NHL wants to reach out anyway, because they're in a little bit of damage control and a little bit yeah. of information gathering mode. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, on the subject of Jack Eichel, um, actually just today, it was reported that the that there's now they're now releasing his medical files to other teams that could help with possibly trading him. Up until this point, Buffalo was not letting other teams see his medical files, which was you know a hindrance to moving him out right? of there. But what are you doing if you're trying to trade him? What are you doing? But this morning, Darren Drager reported that uh, that those records are now out. So hopefully, that can help inch this thing forward because it has been stagnant it's, for months. It's illogical. They, they yeah. need to move him. He's clearly not going to play for the Buffalo Sabres ever again. And, yeah. He clearly has value on the market, but teams need to know how damaged is he? What what What's the prognosis for him? So I have no idea what the Sabres have been doing, but I can say that about everything the Sabres have done for the past decade. Very true. And Robin Lehner also was talking a lot about his time with the Sabres too. Just That's to, a dysfunctional franchise. To tie it tie it that all together um another piece well let's just stay in the negatives and then we'll move <laughs> then we'll turn the corner into more positive um the evander kane investigation <sighs> which part and this is the second investigation not the initial original one um it came out yesterday i believe that it the investigation <laughs> involves something to do with the use of a uh fake vaccination card 
and that the investigation had to do with the the league's COVID protocol. So, I, I'm speechless on this. I just one. don't want to say about Evander Kane anymore. Yeah, I, 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 what I would say is, is this guy ever going to play in the league again? It's hard when yeah. you, if he wasn't an elite player that contributed to their scoring in San Jose, I think we would have forgotten about it by now, and San Jose would move on. It makes it more difficult when he's a good player. And I know that's not to make excuses for behavior and, and how you perform and portray yourself away from the ice. But if, if you're good. It's just people, the way pro sports operate. Way, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So Evander Kane right now has become such a distraction inside that room. I don't know how he walks through those doors again and plays another game for the San Jose Sharks. Um, if any of this is true. If it's not true, we'll move on. He'll play and, and, and you know, wait for his his day either in court or with, you know, committees and commissions with, with the league. And again, innocent till proven guilty, but there's, there's one after another, after another, it's a dark cloud following them around. And hopefully we get some clarity and we can move on because I know the league doesn't want to deal with these negative stories and these negative things right now. They're trying to embrace a whole new season. You know, when good things are happening in the league and that's, that's where they want to be on all this. Yes, and just to be clear, they're investigating a possible use. So, like PD said, yeah, innocent alleged. over, yeah, alleged yeah. use. But that is what the investigation is centered around. Um, all right, let's let's get some into some more positive news. What? Maybe he won. Oh my god! Maybe he won the card gambling. Oh my gosh! Wow. Oh lord! All right, in Vancouver, um, some news. Pedersen. Elias Pedersen signed a three-year agreement worth $7.35 million, and Quinn Hughes signed for six years at $7.85 million. Um, I know they were anxious to get those deals signed in Vancouver. Yeah. Pedersen, what do you make of that? That's that's him betting on his future, right? Take Absolutely. And, and <clears throat> he is he's so well-liked up there. He is such a talented player. Sure if you haven't seen him play either in person or on TV, he's a guy you want to watch for. He makes things happen, and as he gets more experienced and stronger – physically stronger he is going to be an elite player in the years to come so for him betting on his future i think it's a smart bet yeah he's going to cash in with a big yeah. contract after that three years is up on the flip side quinn hughes six years quinn hughes can do some amazing things on the offensive end of the ice but i gotta be honest i don't think quinn hughes can defend the lick but isn't that the the, the mode of today's small maybe but offensive the, defense I mean, you have to reach a, a, a level of competency and i think he's I don't think he's even a competent defender. I think he's a bad defender. Wow, Craig so. is just stirring up the Vancouver fan base go. every but show. But hey, Louis Erickson is enjoying a renaissance Vancouver. So. <laughs> and while we're talking about Take contracts, I'm going to step on Leah right now and get to Brady Kachuk. Is Oof. this like father like son? Maybe. Like yeah, how many times did he, he hold out? Twice here in Arizona? Once for an extended period of time yes. for sure in 98 or 99 where he well, waited. He lost long. the captaincy, right? Yeah, because of that. Yeah, did Matthew so, hold out too? Did Matthew hold up? Well, I don't not to this now. length. I, what, and I don't know the particulars. I'm not involved with the Ottawa Senators. They need him to play. Like, he needs to be part of this future and the growing and what they're doing with their prospects. He's got to play. So I don't get it. What, what What's holding it up? I, I don't know if it's a money, if it's a term, it's a no trade, if it's a, whatever it is. They need to figure it out because he's got to play. We're talking about Buffalo and Ottawa again. Yeah, but Ottawa is a amazing, different situation, right? though, because Ottawa's got a their group of young players is good. Ottawa, is really good. Hope in Ottawa. And yeah. I tell you what, when you watch that team play, they might lose six to four, six to five, but and not get their wins. But boy, are they exciting to watch. They skate fast. It's a good offensive team. And there's some upside there that you just don't see in Buffalo right now. So they need to get him signed and back in the floor. No doubt. 
For sure. Um, this one was a this one I I like because as a Canadian, and I know I'm a dual citizen, but I cheer for Team Canada in the Olympics. Um, Team Canada um, some had to submit players to the roster, and they submitted Crosby, McDavid, and Pietrangelo. Um, Locks. Yeah. Locks yep. on the roster. Yep. Yep. And they have till October fifteenth to submit fifty-five players to like, join those. Such three. as Jacob Chikrin. So is that a is that a PR move, Craig? Like, what, what's the purpose of saying those Probably. three? Like, what, what's the point? I don't know. Like, I, I actually have, I don't know. Like, because I was trying to see move. if Team USA had done that. And they so where's because so. if I'm doing three locks, <clears throat> I would sure think about McKinnon and Matthews or Matthews is an American. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but Nate McKinnon. But Nate McKinnon's got to be a lock on that. It's one of the fastest power forwards, strong, does everything he asks for. How is – I mean, you could go – there's there's multiple people that could go on this list, but I wonder what their thinking was these three. I don't like, know. Why release it? What was the point? Don't I don't know. know. You could always ask Shane Doan. I don't know. Well, we're talking about it on our podcast. And I, you know, so. I, 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 the Austin Matthews thing, I cannot believe I threw his name in there. I just think he's Because you think of Toronto. From, submitted from the list and in Toronto. But Austin Matthews, clearly. If, Arizona's now, own. Now, does Team USA follow and put out their list now? Is that what we need to do? Maybe. I don't know. To we'll we'll speculate on it's that like in the, February. Uh, because these like rosters, the Suns-Coyotes rivalry. Those rosters are going to drive me nuts because I what these two teams, both Canada and yeah, – USA Hockey do is they they make sure they take care of those guys that should be on the roster mm-hmm. and they make the roster not the players that are playing the best at the time that can help your country the third and fourth line guys that make up your mix they put the the big name players that are Americans or Canadians on those teams and sometimes they miss the guys that should be there to help you win yeah the, the advantage Canada has clearly is they have it's a numbers game. They An can unbelievable put two pool. teams. Yeah, yeah. They put exactly. two teams in. Why do you think that happens? What is it just a political game? It's Absolutely. Egos are, and and it's hard. I, I know more of the USA hockey system than Hockey Canada, so it's not fair for me to, to critique their system. In USA hockey, you get picked on these national teams and nationally recognized at such a young age. And if you play on those teams throughout, you know, your 15, 16, 17, through the NDP program, um, yeah, they, you're on their radar and they kind of, I don't want to say they owe you, but you're you're a USA hockey guy now. Yeah. And you get those. If it's you or another guy and you played NDP, you're there. <laughs> so um, we'll critique those rosters later. Yeah, I, it's it's October 6th and uh, Sorry. the Olympics start. Fe- you Olympic brought ho- it up. Well, <laughs> you put it in the thing. Olympic hockey starts February 10th. I was just, you know, it's a piece of news. And a, a break. The Olympic break. Are yes. you looking forward to the Olympic break? I'm looking forward to the Olympic break. I just love the winter. The season yet, I love that. the winter Olympics so much. I love yeah, it. Yeah, me too, actually, more than the summer me Olympics. Me too. Yep. Um, well, great, great show, everyone. <laughs> wow. We're done. Already. We're, we're done. Um, but be sure, like I said at the beginning, follow us on Twitter, at PHNX underscore Coyotes. If we hit 5,000 followers, Espo will take a slap shot. We need to see it happen. Please, please, please follow us on Twitter. Tell everyone. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter, too, because that's where, you know, Craig is. and <laughs> That's where Craig is. And Craig has all it's the true. information. Uh, that's my only plug, really. <laughs> we could, you know, we should get some old school goalie equipment for Espo, too. We put them in that, so I bet you do. I so do I. Oh Mine must gosh. be scary up Dusty. in the attic at this yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And while you're at it, um, be sure to follow phnx sports on twitter instagram facebook youtube subscribe to our youtube channel and if you're listening to this as a podcast please please subscribe and please um give us a, a rating and a review so only good ratings and yes. reviews, though. <laughs> yes um that, that would make us very happy um 
thanks again for listening. Oh, should we tease our guest on Friday? Yes. I thought you had a, something planned for <laughs> Well, you did it. So. I did do it. We're, I, I did tease it last night, actually. You did. You did. After the shootout, I asked why everybody doesn't use Redeem for Bada's shootout move because well, it's unstoppable when it's executed yeah. correctly. We, we so we'll get to ask Redeem Verbata himself on Friday because he will be on the show. He will be via the intranet, the, the, the wonderful the worldwide internet. web. The internet? The internet. Isn't that yes. what it's called? The web? Yeah. I don't know. Worldwide web. I'm not that old. Okay. Um, but because of that, we have a time zone change. Right. Oh, yes. Nine hours. A time I change. I gave Verbi the show. option of coming on the earlier show. He chose the later one. So we because will, yes. this game will be over. The kids will so be taken care of. So those tuning in at 9 a.m. will be disappointed because we will be live at 1 o'clock 1 on Friday That's right. with Redeem Verbata. So we're going to talk about a lot of things with Verbi. Uh, I have another story coming that will be up, and we'll talk to him about that as well. But for those of you who listened to our podcast in previous years, Redeem Verbata also will give us pronunciations of all the Czech names. <laughs> and which they'll sound all... nothing like anything we ever say, including his own name, which sounds like this, Radim Verbata. That's what he did on the show. That's <laughs> wow. how he says it in Czech. Wow, I cannot wait for I can't wait to, to have Verbi. Great guy. Looking forward to having him I'll be on the show. Yep. All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you later in the week.